0: Hello and welcome. This is the Filmmakers Podcast. And this is part two of our chat with the filmmakers Trish Rybachik and Sasha Bennett, who tell us all about their latest feature, Tango One. And we learn to understand studio movies are just like indie films. You still have to graph like crazy and get down and dirty, begging, borrowing, stealing as you do it. But first... Some news from Trish and Sasha. Since recording the pod, their film Ethel is going full steam into production, and we can give you an exclusive here on the Filmmakers Podcast. Yes. So, Ethel is their short film looking at how dementia not only affects the elderly, but all generations, young and old alike. It's about Alzheimer's and how it can leave those suffering very vulnerable. Three Wise Monkeys are producing, which is Trish and Sasha's production company, and Johnny Wright is writing and directing. So here's the exclusive not only have they cast elijah baker who is a fantastic young actor who's in the weekend movie and tango one but also they have cast professor green known for his acting under the name stephen mandelson that's right professor green the rapper singer artist whatever you want to call him he is starring in this film it's really exciting news he's wonderful in any of the music videos he's done he really is a, a really exciting young actor Um, so I can't wait for this Uh, not only is the subject matter amazing and really important right now but they've got a great cast and there's going to be more news on that coming soon as well I hear so um, check out ethelshortfilm.co.uk and thank you Trish and Johnny for the update much appreciated so Indie Film Shoutouts this week Drew Horner His film Exist is now on Indiegogo, and that's dealing with men's suicide. It's going to be great. So support this psychological thriller if you can. If nothing else, check out the pledge video. It's really worth watching. It is fantastic. It's a great pledge video and how they should be done. Drew Horner's film Exist. Check it out. Vanessa Bailey, congratulations to you. You raised your total. For her film Bus Stop Film... She's going to be making it. Wonderful, wonderful news. So thanks to all that pledged. Congratulations and good luck. Really good luck. So with all these things, if nothing else, just follow them and retweet. It makes the world of difference, I promise you. So shout-outs this week go to Diane Knight. Always, always amazing and brilliant support for indie filmmakers. You can find her at Candy's Treats on Twitter. She's the wife of Paul Knight, the director of the upcoming indie film 24 Little Hours and the director of A Landscape of Lies. And he came on the podcast and gave us the epic two-parter about how the film was embroiled in a 19.6 million tax scam and how Paul rose above it all, claimed his innocence and got the film released seven years later. It's a must for any filmmaker thinking they have issues making their film. It's episode 31 and 32. Check it out. It's great. It really is worth listening to. So follow both of them, Diane and Paul Knight, and give them some love. Also to Black Box Film, thank you for your retweets and love. The Warrior Agency, RBTV podcast, Chris at Thriven, thank you for your retweets and for the Huddersfield tickets. <laughs> and Nick Jones at Grassroots Media and Stu Laurie, thank you for the advice on the script. Appreciate it. So if you want your name read out, if you've got an indie film you want shouted about or you've got a crowdfunder, let us know. Get in touch at filmmakers Pod, and we'll do our best to get it shouted out and get people hearing about it. Um, and remember, share the love, retweet everything, get on with it and then make your film. Right, on to part two. We jump straight back in with the making of the thriller Tango 1. With me, Giles Alderson, Dan Richardson, Trish Rybicki, and Sasha Bennett. I know you're going to love this. So, how did Tango One happen? How did it start from the very beginning? What was the process? So, Sasha
1: was attached first. Mm -hmm.
2: So, I got a call from my agent saying, someone called William wants to meet you Mm -hmm. about uh, a project. Couldn't send anything. Just said it was a thriller. Um, and Universal were on board. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. okay. Um, it's all right, we'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds like a good start. <laughs> sounds anyway. good. Yeah, sure. um, so I met I met William in Baker Street in the Sherlock Holmes Hotel. Nice if place. Anything too touristy about that. <laughs> um, had a cup of tea and he just said that he, he'd gone into Universal looking for uh, just a UK finance deal. So like uh, maybe 20% of the budget mm-hmm. for the UK rights. But by the end of the meeting, they'd said do you know what let's give you all the money now this is something that wow. doesn't happen Yeah, they haven't done it before they haven't done it since <laughs> and um, I was kind of like wow okay and I, I didn't know who William was or what his pedigree was or anything I was kind of oh, okay so he said will you do it and I said well I want to read the script first if that's alright <laughs> I have not read the script by that point I, no. love, it. I love it well he said well th- there isn't one yet I was like <laughs> okay right, so... <laughs> this is getting confusing yeah here. So he walks in without a script, without a director, and, without any actors. And gets and, a deal. <laughs> <laughs> a <load> of money. <laughs> what the fuck? Who is no, this that's guy? what we've been doing yeah. wrong. Yeah. We've been writing scripts and Forget shit. Scripts. What are we thinking?
0: <laughs> Insane. Oh. So
2: I then woke up and the whole thing had been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So eventually the script was finished. And well, it was based on a book. It was based on a book by Stephen Stephen Leather. Leather. That's what Universal liked. It was an uh, intellectual property, as Mm. they like to call it, IP. They're mad about IP. God forbid you should do an original screenplay. Mm -hmm. It has to be based on a book, someone's life, a musical, whatever. Whatever. Um, So yeah, it was based on a book. So there's something tangible there anyway. Uh, So anyway, the screenplay turned up and parts of it were great, parts of it were very wrong and parts of it were fixable. Um, So I kind of went, well, look. If you let me give it a go in terms of writing, I think we're we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and un- unknown to me at the time, but Universal basically said, "Sasha's directing this, whatever." So you have to make it work. Right. So it, it just became kind of one of those moments where it was like, "Okay, right. Well, here's the screenplay." And then, so within about two months, I'd handed in a draft that everyone was happy with, mm-hmm. and then it turned to right. Let's get production up and running. Uh, I'd already mentioned Trish anyway, but then Universal kind of went right. So you need to bring on board a production team and a producer that knows, that understands how these films are made because William hadn't made one mm. before. So it kind of planets an alignment thing. And so we sat down, the three of us, and just went, Well, Three Wise Monkeys is a production company. And mm. we've obviously, I've worked with Universal before. Trish has produced like up to 30 movies. So, so the whole thing was a relatively straightforward. Yeah, it was that, because
1: it was that from your side. And then at the same time, Kate Plantin was the casting director mm-hmm. and we'd worked together on We Still Kill and We Still Steal at that point. Um, and she was involved in pre-production for a couple of other development projects. And yeah, so she suggested me as well. Great. So then I was on a shoot with MTV and channel five around Europe. And I got this Skype from this guy, William, it, whilst I was in Monaco and he was like, Hey, do you want to line produce and produce this? movie sasha's attached obviously at the same time we'd had the conversation i was like ah okay cool um and and yeah that was that was it wasn't it really so i mean so i
2: had that interview september i got the script october i rewrote end of november you jumped in mid-november yeah um and we were aiming originally to shoot in january Mm -hmm. and then these guys were freaking out and panicking of course so it got pushed to march yeah uh so we shot in march and into april and delivered July, and... Yep. And then we
1: waited for a little while. And then waited, yeah. Only two years,
0: yeah. It, how come we had to wait?
1: We don't know. We, we don't know. I think uh, Universal were waiting for a correct window to output it. Um, but yeah, for some reason, we sort of sat on our hands. And because it was... Mm. our first movie as Three Wise Monkeys as Mm. well. We were so eager to get it out. Of course you were. You know, I'd gone to Cannes, I'd been screaming and shouting about the fact, I've just done, you know, we've just done Mm -hmm. Universal's first ever UK fully financed film. And then another can came around i was like oh, i've just i've, just uh, done. I've still <laughs> oh, yeah, just done look at me um, yeah and so, i've worked with scorsese yeah, yeah, yeah so
2: who's
0: here by the way yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah and so yeah for some reason it just took that time and then but we were so glad when it finally released because yeah. so it was like i haven't just been lying to people yeah. Maybe, no, this is just, a real film real. i
2: mean i mean the film, thing yeah. about it is really is that universal are a huge corporation you know and
1: and to get in line
2: don't you you completely get in line behind Jurassic Park 8 and the Bourne franchise Mm. and Fast and Furious Mm. you know they have just so many franchises that you are think Mm -hmm. such a small little cog in the machine yeah um but it, that's the trade-off you have from from them from giving them, you the money yeah. from mm-hmm. giving you the money yeah. and and also their clout and also sitting there and seeing that globe come up dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh. yeah that will never change oh, that, that must feeling, be
2: amazing I right yeah. I mean oh, I, you know I've done I've had three of those now have you yeah a third oh, I've, I've, oh.
1: my second but you oh, know right. um. big time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that feeling still never it goes never, away. No, no, it, it, it really the does.
1: Minute, I think I said this on another podcast. Love the minute it. it does start being another like, well, podcast, whatever, but, you know, then I think probably you're in the wrong industry. Like, yeah. go and take yourself mm. down to start. I don't know wherever. Totally. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. totally. there's just something about that. That's it's great. Whatever happens, it's great to get a movie done and mm-hmm. and you know finished and out there. And you could argue that self distribution is maybe moving into the way forward I don't know but to have a studio backing what you're doing Mm -hmm. it's amazing and with Tango it's
2: that you know they've released it worldwide it's it's gone out pretty much everywhere possibly you know wherever there's a market that's vaguely interested in that genre Mm -hmm. it's gone out Um, which you Know as an indie, normally you struggle because you know it's a little bit piecemeal mm. at Toronto. We've oh, got to a yeah. pickup from Denmark, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, it's come out already so online on BitTorrent, mm. and then two years later, someone's given you 30 quid for it in Russia because well, you know, it's already mm. been out online, and yeah. yeah. Ah. So, to, for it to be kind of a blanket blanket, of release. blanket release, and over about four months at the start of the year was kind of like. Just well, amazing. Okay, and great. for your
0: first one as Three Wise Monkeys, it's yeah. still, regardless of how long it took, is amazing. Yes. Should we tell people what it's about? A little bit about what it's about. Um, do you want to yeah, yeah, go do. for it? Yeah. This would be interesting because I haven't read this. Tango One. Ready? <laughs> good Pit start. Absolutely. <laughs> On their first day of training with the London Metropolitan Police, three recruits are assigned to a team of undercover detectives. Their dangerous mission is to become criminals in order to bring down one of the world's most notorious drug dealers. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just trying to work out if I should turn your volume down. Dan
2: Donovan. Alias Tango One.
0: Play the trailer.
2: (laughs) Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. David Brent does Star (laughs) Wars. mr donovan has a certain reputation i've only ever had one trick make the other guy think he's the smartest i'm being screwed by
0: the same guy screwing my wife he's cleaning my account
1: i checked my account this
0: morning nothing there mr donovan's shone it out (laughs) you bet your ass we're business partners now we who else is going to protect you you have 24 hours to get me my money, okay? Where's my daughter? Oh, she's fine, for the moment. <laughs> what are you going to do? What I always do. I'm in an unforgiving frame of mind at the moment.
2: Time for some break, Before I ask why you're
0: all here, I'm holding an M16. Zoe, oh. come on!
1: You know what they say, too many crooks spoil the broth.
0: How do you think I know about the heroine? The suspense is killing me. The film stars some amazing people. You've obviously got Vincent Reagan, who you've worked with quite a lot. Um, Sophie Colquhoun. is that how you pronounce her so? Kalkuhn. <laughs> Cake. How do you pronounce Sophie's <laughs> surname? Colquan. Sophie Colquan, who was in Plebs and uh, Captain America. Joseph Milsom, who is amazing. I love Joseph Milsom, who's Casino Royal. Callum McNabb, who's in Football Factory in the firm. And you also had Union J-Star, uh, JJ Hamblett. Yeah, we've Indeed. got him in
1: Ethel as well.
0: Have you got him in Ethel? We do. He's a star. Yeah. So you had a great cast for Tango. yeah Really great. So obviously you've worked with quite a few of them before. Mm-hmm. Um, but how did you actually go about making it? Obviously it's a I suppose you could call it a crime drama rather than
2: action thriller. It's, it's a mixture of thriller. international <laughs> thriller. Based on, on the international that. book. What? Yeah. Basically, I was That's very that. adamant up front that it shouldn't shouldn't be we shouldn't be calling it the G Gangster. Word. Yeah. yeah. So the synopsis you just gave is kind of more about the book and what what had happened by the time I joined the party was that they reversed they flipped the book basically and mm. they kind of went, rather than making it about the recruits, let's make it about Donovan because the, the readers love Donovan as the character. Mm. So, of course, I was walking in going, oh, God, so the hero's an international heroin dealer. Right. How am I going to make him attractive mm-hmm. to an audience that yeah. doesn't, like, sell drugs? Um, so that was a bit of a challenge. But, I th- you know, we, we, we kind of very quickly worked out making it a redemption film, which isn't in the book it, you know the book is more about him just being an a-hole all the way through mm. and being a perfect antagonist Stephen
1: Leather <laughs> loved the adaptation, though so that's okay that's always that, good. Yeah, yes, I yeah
2: and you sat behind him I think at the screening at Universal when we first showed it to him and the lights came up and he went that was amazing Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, so relieved because, like I said, we completely changed the story on the whole. And his his literary agent went, there's some brilliant dialogue in there. And Stephen's like, yeah, none of it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that, that Maybe was... that's a quote for the poster. There's some brilliant dialogue <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. From the author. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um,
0: so Yeah, but how do you go about making something that is that sort of crimey and not?
2: Um, oh, that was the question, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So saying not a yeah, no, not a gangster film, and you're trying. So to I was very adamant to, to turn it away from it just being another British gangster movie and, and make it more international. So th- we beefed up the the foreign locations of which originally it, it was. He starts in the Caribbean and then he's back in London for the rest of the film originally. Mm. So I was like, look, we're going to have to go somewhere. Originally, it was going to be Cyprus.
1: Cyprus, But the whole, there was warfare going on. Uh, Yeah, yeah, our our insurance
2: company said, that's quite close to Syria. (laughs) So Sasha might get kidnapped. And a few people in the room went, (laughs) and? (laughs) (laughs) Really fancy (laughs) 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 directing. So we shot in Spain, but all the way down the East Coast. um, And... I was like, look, if we're going there anyway, it'll almost cost relatively the same to stay for an extra two days as it would just to be there for two or three. So I started writing in those like Afghanistan and Caribbean and Greece and um, uh, the Adriatic and uh, let's have yachts and let's do that. You know, I was just throwing everything at that and Mm. seeing if we could make it work, which Trish is brilliant at doing. Um, So we're doing everything we could to make it more international and less. London, Essex, gangstery. Yeah. Uh, and then a big element of it anyway is MI5 and undercover and things like this. So we've really played more on that side of it rather than it just being about a load of drug dealers walking around pubs and smashing people up. Yeah, yeah. locations
1: we found quite easily, didn't we? And we tried to contain as much as we could within various sort of builds that mm. we knew would work. Yeah. Um, then we had our views over London, then Spain. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah it and then but of...
2: casting... F- Happened relatively quickly. I've also I'd worked with Vinny a couple of times. You'd worked with him on on Top Dog and yeah. Re- Regan rather than Jones. Yes. 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 Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny friend. Vincent. something. Uh, Vincent Regan, who's 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 awesome. And and yeah, we had literally a glass of Coca Cola at BAFTA, and he was like, "I'm in." Great. So that was that. I mean, that's really how hard it gets. The mm-hmm. further up there you go, the more films you make. The quicker the casting meetings. <laughs> right. No,
0: this is yeah, it makes sense though, doesn't it? People have seen your yeah. work, they've seen what you've done. The trust. Due diligence the trust. done and they yeah. know you can yeah. deliver.
2: Yeah. It's a huge thing. What was yeah. the budget on Tango One? Good question. Ah. Good.
0: <laughs> it's true, because it, <laughs> was the budget on Tango One? I think Giles? it was around. I have no idea. I don't know. It could be anything from
1: I don't know if we're allowed to ask. Yeah, you probably say not. Probably not allowed to say. Say. Yeah. I mean,
2: here's the thing on budgets. Yeah. And, it's
1: surprisingly uh, low to what people think and which
2: is good which is good because production
0: value well
1: exactly and i think that's the mistake that a lot of filmmakers make Mm. is that they walk around going yeah so my first film's like three to five million i'm like are you fucking kidding me like what no you Mm. don't need to do that Mm. and please if you don't know how to do that then try and ask a favour of an experienced line producer to help you yeah. keep it realistic. Because mm. if you're walking around saying those things, mm-hmm. you're making a bit of an ass of yourself. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. Well,
2: and you uh, attract the wrong people. And- yeah everyone just puts in over their rate card sure yes because yes. yeah, well we, the money needs to be spent right mm-hmm. so it's yeah, not taking it for and Harrison Ford yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I-, I want We're a lot gonna, more than yeah. normal
0: yeah absolutely just to give advice for our listeners what's the best thing to say on budgets when people ask that yeah. <laughs> be
2: realistic yeah be really
1: realistic I think yeah if you can pull in a favour from an, an experienced line producer mm-hmm. ask for, uh, for a meeting um, and, and go from there you know we've made feature films and we won't say which ones but in the region of 100 and 150 grand Mm -hmm. Um, and people wouldn't ever suspect it. But Well, well, for
2: instance, one of those films, I screened it for notes from the people financing it and they said, bloody hell, that looks like 10, 15 times. And we we know how much films cost and we know what money we've Mm -hmm. given you. Mm -hmm. So it's about Boxing Clever. And and, and the, the trouble with having too much money the, there never is too much money or too much time. But the trouble with having too much money is it gets wasted. Yeah. Mm. Suddenly the food yeah. is... Suddenly more expensive. There's
0: more yeah. assistance. Everyone more, gets a trailer. Uh, yeah. And it adds So you above the line goes up. Yeah. Because the,
1: obviously the more experienced actor you get, then they're expecting mm-hmm. various things. Mm-hmm. But you can ask favours. So it's back to that point of asking favours. And, you know, you don't... It's Obviously it's nice to have catering, but mm-hmm. if you're on a limited budget... You can get deals for five quid a head from the local takeaway company.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: just think simple and and use the money to put it on screen. That is your as long as your crew are fed, watered, treated well, respected. After, you know, yeah. you are looked after absolutely. Don't overwork their hours. Then, then the rest of the money you use on screen. And you just need to be economical with that. And mm-hmm. and I think yeah, that's my sort of biggest piece of advice to people. That's great. Is advice. yeah, I, I just. And if anyone wants advice, just contact me. I'll be happy to help because honestly, Perfect. it's I just think it's so important to try and get people to be a little bit more realistic because mm-hmm. um, it's very easy to have pipe dreams. And it's very easy to, you know, work with DOPs who maybe or, or gaffers who want like a 10 ton lighting truck at the mm-hmm. back of your set. You and don't a need and it. On yeah, yeah, sure, on that's standby. lovely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It's can happen. Yeah, never used. yeah, that's no, excellent. exactly. But mm. you can do it in a in a much easier, simpler way. And you know, someone who's really talented knows how to use their kit economically, right. and 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 can work with less lights potentially for your first, second, third feature. You don't need all of that. Um, so yeah, think smart would be my my sort of gambit but on it. it also, Wonderful.
2: again, it comes from the director as well. Mm. Uh, you know clear about what you're trying to do don't like turn up on the day and go maybe this maybe that you know tell people ahead of time on the recce what you want and what shots you're thinking of and what you might need Mm. and what you don't need and as a good producer or line producer will tell you right you you get one day with a steady cam so mm. pick that pick day. That day. Mm. Yeah, I got don't that. just assume. Yeah, just because there's a corridor in all these locations that you don't you're have, have a steadicam and mm. all. The... Yeah, I got that on the
0: day. The exec producer went. You can have it for two days. Mm. Choose which two days out your whole film you want it. Yeah. So I p-
2: properly thought yeah. about it and said, "Can I move that scene to there and there?" Yeah.
0: But it exactly worked. that
2: because you then sat down and mm-hmm. did your homework and thought about it and you mm. mo- if you you move the pieces around the board. Yeah. That's you know.
1: And you adapt your scripts like that. You know, I'll sort of say, "No, you can't have this, that, that." you have to make it work and Sasha's very good at that. So I think that producer sort of director writer relationship is really important as well because Mm. you can suddenly make your film so much cheaper but still looks the same quality by just adapting a few simple things and I know we spoke about uh, driving scenes of someone on a phone and it's like suddenly you need a low loader or it happens to be raining on that day so you need a low loader with rain towers mm-hmm. and actually it's just a guy going yeah mum I'll be home for supper at five yeah. um, versus to you could do that scene of the same guy walking, walking down, the, down street, the street and it's fine and yeah. you know the rain can be one of those garden things that you just literally right. pump in front of the camera right. like or there's you can... does
2: it need to be rain well does exactly. it exactly because rain's mean... a nightmare it's a yeah. nightmare yeah and, uh, so on Tango a lot of the original in the first draft, a lot of the scenes were in a bu- quote interior busy coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So you're now looking at closing a coffee shop, uh-huh. filling it with uh, essays. Actress, yeah. um, and th- the problem with the busy yeah. interior coffee shop is everyone knows what one of those looks like. So yeah. no one's in the cinema going, oh, Jesus, they've actually closed the coffee shop and filled it <laughs> with true. people. No one cares. They're just going, all right. All right, what's the story? <laughs> yeah. It's true. What's the story? So on yeah. Tango, I said, right, what I'm going to do mm. is. T- save a bunch of money let's look at rooftops because it's two people talking yeah and as you know it's, it's pretty much the easiest thing you can film mm-hmm. so i was like let's look at rooftops where we see the whole of london but because we're on a rooftop no essays nothing none, none of this and it's daylight so maybe a bit of bounce and, and and we're away kind of thing and we found some amazing rooftops.
1: literally walked into a bunch of hotels and buildings along yeah. the thames and went uh, any chance we could use a rooftop? And yeah, loads said no, but one of them mm. said yes, and it's wow. it was a lot cheaper than filming that scene in any other way. But your production value of us o- overlooking Tower, Tower
2: Bridge, Bridge. Tower mm. Bridge. Mm. the Gherkin, the yeah. Shard, and then Canary Wharf the other because oh. we shot another scene just literally so did just a one hundred and eighty on the yeah. camera. Oh, it's, fantastic. So it's about prep. Genius, it's it about prep, it and
1: if you're saving money do it yourself because the best person ever for the job is like we always say if you want something done do it yourself because you know what your director wants or you go out together and search for Mm. locations and stuff or or pull in deals from crew you know so so yeah just have those open conversations total
2: responsibilities put as much of the money on screen as possible there's no point everyone having an amazing sushi lunch and then go and film a crappy scene in, in a corridor totally that agree. looks like it was made for 50 quid. Because yeah. the you're expecting the audience to spend, wow, 15 pound for a cinema ticket mm-hmm. now or buy the DVD for eight, nine quid or whatever it yeah. is. And if you're just going to give them a movie where none of the budget's on screen, it's all in people's bellies or pockets. Totally. <laughs> Make yeah.
1: them remember it. Make yeah. them
2: remember
0: it. It's great advice. Thank you. Um... I, was, I want to quickly touch on Midsummer Night's Dream because Stephen Tracy had nothing but great things to say about you guys, which is really nice. You were drunk,
2: right? No, I'm not. I'm not. I've had a Calippo, but I'm not drunk. Uh- <laughs> this show was sponsored by a Calippo. <laughs> Galippos, everyone, um, yeah, because we've
0: got to get out of the studio, which is a real shame. Because I could talk to you guys for ages. This is fantastic. We'll come back. So much. Of I yes mean, everyone yes no else the get next the part too. Right? Well, I don't know. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This could be a part two. <laughs> Probably will be. Um, yeah. So, Midsummer Night's Dream, now called MSND. Uh, Other way around. MSND now it was, called It was Midsummer originally Dream. yeah
2: filmed as MSND. Oh. Then some brain somewhere said no, we should just call it Midsummer Night's Dream.
0: Uh, it it kind of makes sense because mm. then at least you know what it is. Yeah. Right. Okay.
2: That was fun to shoot because you've shot some Shakespeare stuff before in the past. <laughs> Well, I wrote the the film that you worked and yeah, beautiful devils. Mm. I wrote that, and uh, which is a remaking of Othello. Othello, yeah. Yes. For reasons, maybe off mic, I'll I never got to direct for some reason. Mm. Um, so, Midsummer I'd been on for uh, well nine years ago. I was attached, uh, and four summers on the track, It almost happened, then it fell, and then wow. Stephen Tracy came aboard. And then March, I think, I guess I met them. And then we were shooting in August. Amazing. Finally. Yeah. I mean, just we shot in Austria mm-hmm. uh, in this valley and had monasteries and uh, schlosses and, and rivers and waterfalls and lakes and just, it was magical. It was a really hard job, mm. really hard work it, for so many, many reasons. Um, but yeah, we had like three vehicles for about 50 people plus a kit. Wow. And it yeah, was just tough, tough it, shoot. That that was one film in terms of the production team. It wasn't fully thought out, mm-hmm. and I tried because you didn't have me there. That's <laughs> <laughs> tried I know, to. A great, a great one. You could
0: have. I so. nearly
1: did go out. I was on a Berko film, Tilted Heart, and um, then um, I got the call, <laughs> and um, and yeah, I'd already accepted a Channel Four job, so I couldn't
2: down, go out. Down. I wish I had. But we were trying to make it a monkey's yeah. co-pro with with Stephen Tracy yeah. early days, uh, but for not via not not because of them for various reasons it mm-hmm. wasn't to be and then when it was all too late uh that's when they kind of went oh god can we make it and it's like mm. yeah. well they're off doing a perk thing now so we can't but but the film is beautiful and stunning it, it, yeah. it's great i mean really really great i'm so so pleased with it and the performances are through the roof and right. great i guess you know you'd rather have a sort of a, a slightly crappy experience shooting it mm-hmm. but and end up great, with an amazing yeah. movie of you than would. the other way around yes mm. of course you would but then it,
0: yeah sorry that's what you remember at yeah. the end of the day and what people go home
2: think they that's well, all it the audience for. care about so they members, all they, they care about and uh, actually yeah. you as well because again you're a film director so if, I don't care don't, that you're working 18 hours a day and don't available.
0: yeah I don't care it's true they don't give a shit they care about the finished product and then they remember you and go yeah you're great this is a great production right so when's that going to be out so
2: we're we're in post now so done and dusted by july right okay I, so we I might get say. to the end of the year maybe yes yeah okay Well, lovely.
1: hopefully soon because we're in development of another shakespeare movie mm. the winter's tale um with joseph Mils- Milsom. Excellent. so um so yeah we'd like obviously investors and so forth to see that to then shoehorn back into our project <laughs> so Excellent. and that'll be filming in sicily
0: oh
2: beautiful so we've just been on a recce well we'll be been out really nice. so well, yeah
1: please
0: obviously. I've i've got a thing coming up that I'll be shooting in Rome so I'll just be down oh, in Rome when you by. need me yeah
2: just,
1: well we need some caterers and stuff yeah well
2: I drive <laughs> it's, it's I was going yeah, to talk that. to the actors <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> so do, picture me we, we do need a lion if you could find <laughs> it. Yeah. i got got 20,000 people <laughs> <laughs> <I> shoot from <laughs> you see you make that sound like a lot now i know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got 20,000 lions. always stay positive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: anyway so but tango one is out now people it can go see it yes do go see it around the world around the world so brilliant. i'll put links to that because we get a lot of people from around the world listen to this podcast oh, yeah. so if you're around the world which yeah. you are because you're listening to this then uh the links are in the show notes so go check yep, that out dear. so where can people follow you on social media so they can check out what you're doing what you're up to
1: so uh twitter and instagram yep. um we are three as in t-h-r-e-e w monkeys mm-hmm. um and then facebook just three wise monkeys
0: brilliant so, perfect and yourself yeah. in terms of personally
2: as well
1: so personally at Trish underscore ster, so Trista and Sasha is at Sasha Bennett, right? I've
2: I've gone really complicated on it. It's my name, Sasha. Sasha Bennett. Cool. Perfect. Sasha, that sounds good.
0: I'm at Giles Alderson. You can follow me there. I'm Dan
2: Dan seven tenths. You can
0: find t- me there, Instagram t- and Twitter. Perfect, perfect, Brilliant. and uh, followers at the Filmmakers Podcast. Being prepared is everything. You can make your indie film, but know who your audience is and get out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky enough to do well and rise up, it's your duty to send the elevator back down. I like that bit. Tango One is out now. Go see it. It's brilliant. Thank you, Trish.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sasha. Well, thank you. Thank you both for joining us on the Filmmakers Podcast. Next show's out next Tuesday. As always, we will see you there. Goodbye. Peace.
1: Thank you. (laughs)